Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Golf Smarter Mulligans. Your second chance to gain insight and advice from the best instructors featured on the Golf Smarter Podcast. Great golf instruction never gets old. Our interview library features hundreds of hours of game improvement conversations like this that are no longer available in any podcast app. We're um, playing a game of golf every day around the world for a year, and we are fundraising for the first tee of New Zealand. And you started on January 1st, 2010. We did. A place called Cowrie Cliffs in New Zealand, which is um, one of our more stunning golf courses. And it was a pretty intense start, but beautiful. So uh, since then, we've played 132 games. And uh, here we are in San Francisco. It's beautiful. So is this going to throw you off? Because we just finished around at Harding Park in San Francisco. You've only been in California, in the United States, for since yesterday. And now you're playing two rounds today. So no, the no. The rules are that we have to play a round of golf every single day for a year at a different golf course every single day. We've played about four nine-hole courses, and uh, we only need to play them once. With another interview from the archives of Golf Smarter, here's your host, Fred Green. In a million years, at the age of 24, would you ever have told your boss, your parents, your girlfriend that you were quitting your job to travel the world so you can play golf? Not just trying to make a living by playing competitive golf, just play golf. Not for a few weeks or a month, but for an entire year. Well, Michael Goldstein and Jamie Patton, two young attorneys from New Zealand, are doing just that and now have stories to share. Later in the show, we'll talk more about why we love golf, but for me, it's stories like these that add to my passion for the sport. Welcome to the Golf Smarter Podcast, Jamie. Thank you. And Michael, welcome to the show as well. Thanks, Fred. Good to be here. It's great to have you guys here. I, I'm just going to start with a very simple question. What the hell are you doing? Jamie, well, you start. Wow. Well, how long have you got? <laughs> well, a half hour. We yeah. have plenty of time to oh, do, we do this. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Take your time. Well, in that case, uh, on no, no. We're um, playing a game of golf every day around the world for a year, and we are fundraising for the first tee of New Zealand. And you started on January 1st, 2010. We did. We did. Bright and early. Um, up the uh, place called Cowrie Cliffs in New Zealand, which is um, one of our more stunning golf courses. And it was a pretty intense start, um, but beautiful. So uh, since then, we've played 131 games, 132 games. And uh, here we are in San Francisco. It's beautiful. So is this going to throw you off? Because we just finished around, uh, Michael, at Harding Park in San Francisco. You've only been in California, in the United States, for since yesterday or day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
and now you're playing two rounds today. Is that going to throw everything off? Because no, the golf? no, the rules are that we have to play a round of golf every single day, at least one way. for a year, at, at a different golf course every single day. So sometimes we we've played about four nine hole courses, and uh, we only need to play them once. But occasionally we're joined up with people, and uh, they offer. I often want to play twice, so, so <laughs> we find ourselves playing these courses twice. But today's very unusual in that we're playing two courses in one day. Will you use the second round as a reserve going, you know, we have to travel today? No. no. You're going to play every, every single-, single day. So two days ago was our first long-haul flight. I jumped on the plane, we jumped on the plane in Sydney, flew through to Auckland, and then from Auckland through to San Fran. And obviously we went back across the date line there. So when we got to San Fran... It was almost like a day off because we hadn't played golf for 18 hours and then we had all that afternoon without golf because it played first thing in Sydney. Um, so yeah, we went to Berkeley, had a, look, had a look around. It was quite a good afternoon actually. So it felt like a bit of a holiday. So it's almost like I'm just getting back in the swing of things now. But you're, you've got to be tired. Currently I'm tired. <laughs> just lack of sleep time, not five, because too much golf. Five nights without a lot of sleep. We, oh. uh, the way we work it with accommodation is that we often couch surf or stay with uh, friends of friends or you know people who contact us through our website. Uh, so we've been staying on the couch of a friend in uh, Berkeley for the last two nights, which hasn't been conducive to uh, long sleeps getting over hangover. Uh, There's only one couch as well. <laughs> oh. There's only one couch as well. Oh, that <laughs> so makes one's it on the much floor. more difficult. <laughs> so I was, uh, you were on the floor last night, weren't you? Yeah, that was comfortable though. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> we're going to have to figure out how to do the microphone thing here. Mine's working fine, but I'm going to have to, hey, when you talk. Um, how did this get started? What, what prompted this idea and whose idea was it? So, Michael, you start. The idea came out last year when we were on an end-of-season uh, trip with our hockey team. So that was in August. And we went up to the Hawke's Bay region in New Zealand. And we were driving out of Cape Kidnappers, which is you know, a spectacular golf course in New Zealand. I think it's rated something like 30th best golf course in the world. And it's just spectacular. And we're driving out of that. We'd had too much to drink the night before. And there was all kinds of talk <laughs> being flown around in the car. And then I pretty much just said, we should play golf every day for a year. And... Everybody laughed. Yeah, right. Everyone's like, yeah, right. Okay, sure. And then about a week later, we're back in Wellington, back in the grind of our daily jobs. And we thought, hang on a second, we could probably do this. And we sat down and worked out how we could do it. And we thought, let's write to a couple of golf magazines to see if we could write for them. And let's write to all the golf courses to see if if they could um, host us to play free of charge. And when the letters started coming back positively... Uh, we thought we're onto something here and we've kind of persevered from there and each day we're working in our day jobs and then coming home and sending off a whole lot of letters and we got to the stage where we had this opportunity on our hands and we thought, bugger it, you only live once, let's do it. So we quit our jobs and that was in the start of December and we told our girlfriends that we were going to head away for a year. And, uh, and, and they're looking at you like, together, without us? And, uh, okay, well, that answers one question. It was girlfriends, not wives, right? Yeah. Long-term girlfriends, though. So well, we're both, both of doing long-term long girlfriends relationships, which is, it has its ups and downs. But, um, what are the ups? 
He's got the microphone very far away from him. Every guy talks about the leave pass. How the hell did you get a leave pass for one year? You know, most people struggle to get a leave pass on a Sunday. (laughs) On a weekend, yeah, right. Just getting a weekend of golf. I'm going away for. No, you're not. I'm going away for a pretty constant topic of conversation. And it was was a a tough sell. It was a tough sell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're going away um, for a year. Uh, and to play golf, and um, you're not coming. And you're, and you're, well, they don't, they wouldn't want to come anyway. They don't, they don't love golf. Um, so uh, yeah, but here we are. And, um, you know, we both worked in, in law firms. We were junior lawyers, and uh, a lot of the people that we worked with were quite conservative. So you can imagine what they thought when we said, "No, we're uh, we're going to just press pause on this career for 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 a while and play golf every day for a year." And, uh, you know, people just looked at us like we're absolutely crazy. You know, you're giving this away but aren't to they play right? golf. <laughs> yes. Yes, of Absolutely. <laughs> and you wouldn't have it any other way. No. Well, no. And, and you're both attorneys. Yeah, so we both graduated from law school in, uh, we finished uh, university in 2007. And we've both had a couple of years working. And, uh, and that was enough. <laughs> yeah, and now it's time to take a year off and <laughs> yeah, burnt out. <laughs> uh, how old are you guys? I'm sorry, I'm, I've not asked before. How old are you? Uh, I'm 25, and you're 24. Yeah, I'm about to turn 25. Yeah, okay, a few weeks. Yeah, well, th- you're right. This is the time to do it. We'll play golf on your birthday. Yeah, a lot of people say, you know, you've got no mortgage, you don't have kids, you don't have a wife. This is the one opportunity when you can just put everything on hold and, you know, live the dream for a year and. A lot of people can relate to that. I've had a lot of people come up and say, I wish I'd done this for a year when I was young or this. And it's not necessarily golf. It's all kinds of things. Um, so I think quite a few people can relate to that. Just Well, you're definitely living the dream of many people. Um, luckily, you are 24, 25 years old, so your body can withstand this kind of, well, it's not punishment for you. And <laughs> you are walking courses because you both hit the ball beautifully. It was really, it was so much fun to play with you because you both hit the ball so well. How many, uh, Jamie, how many birdies did you have today? Uh, three today. And Michael, I'm <laughs> talking to Jamie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> brutal, brutal. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you like Harding Park in San Francisco, oh, was, the home of the President's Cup from beautiful. 2009? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I don't know what to expect, but it's, uh, it's, it's pretty um, wide open. It's quite forgiving. Um, but if you get in the wrong place, you can you can screw up. Um, I thought it was really nice. The, the views around the surrounding area over the lakes and across to the other golf courses, Olympic and Lake Merced, and um, back into the city, it's um, a pretty special place. It's got a real feel to it, this place. I think that if you drop me back here, uh, say, next year, I'll instantly know. If you put me on any hole, I think I'd instantly know that I'm in Harding Park. Hmm. I may not say the same thing after we've played the rest of the courses in this well, yeah, you're playing proximity. the Olympic Club, which is it's just, with just the, across the water here. With the and trees and the, the kind of distant lake views mm-hmm. um, and the ambience of the place, it's quite distinctive from anything we've played so far. And so you've played, this is your 135th... Second. 132nd golf course um, so far this year. How are you able to... I mean, do you remember most of it? Do you remember any of it? Test us. Ask us. Where where did you play on January twelfth? Uh, I'll tell you, and it was in Taupo, and it was Wairaki, Wairaki International. We played with Phil Tatarangi, Kiwi Pro, 
quite a well-known Kiwi pro who's um, sort of taken us under his wing and we're going to stay with him in Dallas and he's a great guy and uh, we had an amazing day out there uh, and uh, Keith Robertson was the other guy we played with who's his mate awesome guy this guy was 62 or 63 and uh, he plays off seven but he was the reigning club champion and okay. has been for seven or eight times or something yeah and he didn't hit it that that far and Wairaki's a good golf course with good golfers but he's just a wily, wily chap, and you know he was sinking parts. I can, I can imagine him playing in the club championships against some twenty-year-old hot shot off about a one or a scratch, and uh, he got him. So the two of them were, were great value. It was a good day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's continue the test. Um, I, and Valentine's Day. Are you guys? February 14th. February 14th. We were in Auckland. You were probably in hot water that day, too. No, no, no. It was, um, the... We were up in So, a wait, place you started called... in New Zealand? Or you started yeah, yeah we started in New Zealand. So, Auckland is in New Zealand. Right. And that's where we finished. And uh, the 14th, we played at Omaha Beach, which is about an hour north of Auckland. It's a Lynx course uh, in kind of a... Uh, it's pronounced Holland. Auckland. Auckland. <laughs> When are you guys going to learn how to pronounce the name of your own city? New Zealand. Oakland is over there. <laughs> We're near Oakland. Oakland. That's where the athletics and the Raiders play. But yeah, Omaha Raiders. Beach is uh, it's kind of like a holidaying hotspot. Uh-huh. And there's a golf course there. It's linksy. It's, it's all right. We had eight of us up there. Yeah, yeah, we had a group. Uh, my folks were up to see us off from New Zealand. That's nice. They live down south in Christchurch. So do Jamie's folks. Um, and... My auntie and her partner were up there as well, and we had a few friends that we were staying with. Uh, we crashed on their couch for about 10 days in Auckland, and so they came out and played with us as well that day. And who was the toughest sell? Was it the folks? Was it the girlfriends? Or was it the boss at work? Who, who did you really have to... I mean, you don't have to sell it to anybody. You're saying, I'm doing this. No one. Everyone's been really supportive. You know, uh, right from the right from the get-go, no one's really put up roadblocks. Um, there's been people who, you know, may have seemed less enthusiastic than others, but no one's really said, you know, you, you guys, you're doing a silly thing or whatever. So people, I think, a lot of people get it, what we're doing. It's not just a holiday. It's not just we're going and trying and playing golf. It's kind of got a, a few layers to the project in terms of, you know, we just want to get out there and meet some people, see the world, and get some ideas about what we might want to do as a career beyond this year. Um, and obviously, there's the first T aspect as well, so that'll give the project a kind of deeper meaning. So there's all these layers to it, and um, I think people get that. We're not; it's a it's a challenge, um, and so when people recognise that, they tend to have a bit of respect for it, and they've been very supportive of us. So it's been great. 
How did the First Tee of New Zealand get involved in this? Uh, did they recruit you or go the other way around? And what made you decide that that was the right charity for you? We um, were always looking at um, aligning with a charity. Um, and a woman that we were dealing with called Pip King, who works for New Zealand um, Golf Marketing Group, we were um, talking with her about getting access onto a few of the spectacular golf courses in New Zealand. And uh, then she said, hey, I'm actually also the executive director of the First Tee, which was set up in New Zealand in 2005. And uh, would you guys be interested in aligning with us? So we went up there. We had a look at what they do. We spent a day with her at the program and met the coaches and met some of the children. And uh, we heard about the origins of the First Tee in the US and just the nature of the program and how it's tried and tested. And uh, it really resonated with us because we're not high-performance golfers. We're not aspiring to be professionals but um the other things that the golf the game of golf teaches you is is probably equally as important if not more important than playing a good round and making three birdies so uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right stop so, bowing so <laughs> so yeah you know those values that the first tee teaches um they're superb and we thought the program was excellent so it was a bit of a no-brainer when pip asked us to align with them and we're in quite close contact with them back home and a few of the first tee chapters over in the US have already contacted us, and there's one here at Harding Park, and we're going to go and meet a couple of the people after this. Yeah, and do you have contact with various first tee organizations across the uh, around the world? Like, is it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's it's worldwide, and um, so we know, um, for example, that we're going to meet up with them in Ireland, and hopefully, we're going to do some um, sort of. Uh, co-sanctioned fundraisers whereby we'll, we'll do say a, a golf day we'll get a field of 40 or 50 people come out and, and play a game of golf maybe have a little charity auction we'll say a few words about our, our experiences and so on um, we might have a dinner or two these kind of things just to um, to build the profile of the first tee and maybe ha- the proceeds can be shared with the local chapter and with the one we're trying to get off the ground or help get elevate the profile of in New Zealand because the first tee in New Zealand is only in Auckland. There you go. Got it. <laughs> he and, uh, raises his so we're, we're trying to, um, you know, we, we'd like to see it get further around the country. So um, kids nationwide, Christchurch, where, we, where we're from, um, can benefit from it. So, yeah. So the, to answer your question, the first tee network has been great in um, um, contacting us and making it happen. So we want to get involved as much as possible. I'm, I hate to keep going back to this, you know, selling, selling the idea, but did either of you have to sell the idea to one another? I mean, how long have you guys known each other and how tough of a sell was that? Uh, about 10 years. So I'm, I moved across to New Zealand from Scotland when I was 15 uh, for the last two years of school there. And um, we met at school and we had a lot in common. We played hockey, we played golf, um, you know, other things. So... Uh, that's when we, how long we've been friends for. And, uh, and you no, went through university and law school together? We went together. through law school together as well. Oh, and then I moved up great. to Wellington, Goldie did something else and came up a year later. And, you know, we played hockey up there together too. So um, we, uh, yeah, we just have, you know, have a few things in common on a similar wavelength. And we, the idea came and we just worked at it and worked at it. And we just both grabbed it. We thought we've got to do it, you know what Michael said before, life's too short. So we just right. fed off each other's enthusiasm for right. it, I think. There's a big barrier of water between us and that... that so when you say hockey, you're talking field hockey. Field hockey, yeah, not yeah. ice hockey. They don't they don't talk about field hockey here. No, they talk about girls hockey. Gr- girls hockey, <laughs> girls hockey yeah. <laughs> um, April twelfth. April twelfth, we were in Australia, Australia uh, and we were traveling. We were in Hunter. 
Oh, gee, what a day. What a day. That was the day... I couldn't hear what he said. Uh, that was the day after our girlfriends came and uh, spent a week with us in Sydney. And April the 12th was... Um, oh, that was actually the day that they left. April 12th. That was a Monday. And um, <laughs> we played a nine-hole course that day because their flight left at something like 4 p.m. And uh, we dropped them at the airport and then played a nine-hole course that was right next to the airport. And the last hole we played it, the sun was going down. Um, there's not much of a twilight in Australia, so we're on the seventh seventh hole, and it's good light. And then on the eighth green, it just starts coming in. So that wasn't the most memorable um, round of golf. <laughs> but the next day, if I could keep going, April thirteenth, a cracker <laughs> because we went and played at a place called the Vintage, which is in the Hunter Valley, north of Sydney, in Australia, and we played with a guy a legend of golf called Jack Newton and Jack Newton um, is an Aussie guy and he he came and um, based himself in the US as a professional golfer when he was young and was really successful and he had heaps of character and flair and charisma and he was kind of like a true blue Aussie bloke and he did really well initially in um, in the British Open came in second and it, yeah he got second uh, wow. he he missed a putt on the 18th wow. green to win the Open, and then he had an 18-hole uh, playoff against Tom Watson the next day. And, wow. you know, all of Aussies watching to see if, you know, another Aussie could win the Open. And uh, he didn't quite manage that one, but then he also got close at the Masters and came second at the Masters to Seve in, I think, 19... I'm not sure there, but... He's he's a legend of Aussie golf, and he's won a number of events through Australia and through um, through the US. So we got the opportunity to play with him. But the thing that makes Jack interesting is that he he's a bit of a lad, and he was always known as such. And one day, I'm not sure how it came about exactly, but he walked into a propeller of an aeroplane, and he lost his arm and an eye. And he was seriously ill for quite a while in hospital. And all of the golfing fraternity in the US and in Australia, got behind him and, you know, you know, well wishes of support and everything like that. Because I think it was all pretty serious there for a while. And uh, he came out the other side and instead of just, you know, forgetting about golf and whatnot, he set up a foundation in Australia which is like the first tee. It's called the Jack Newton Junior Golf Foundation and they nurture young players through the game and have produced all kinds of Aussie superstars. And so that's how the link came through to us. But Jack's now, he's really involved with golf. He's and a he played with you guys on He's a commentator, and he played. So the first tee, we're standing there with this guy. With one arm? With one arm. Yeah. And he takes out driver, and he's in his 60s, and he swings it with his left arm 180 metres down the middle with a draw. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful thing. A beautiful so, thing. Wow. How inspirational. We kept playing, and Jack didn't actually hit it that well that day, and he was clearly getting a bit frustrated because it's a really tough course, the vintage. It's designed by Greg Norman, which means that everything's big. And yeah. if you can't drive the ball like Greg Norman can, then you might be in trouble. So we're playing with Jack, and he's not hitting it very well off the tee after the first one. And after the ninth hole, which we started on the back nine, so that was the 18th, we went into the clubhouse for a drink. And Jack's known as a bit of a, you know, drinker, and we uh, we sat there and had a couple of beers and had a rum, and we were with another um, journalist who we met in Australia, and and then we had another one, and then we had another one, and then <laughs> Jamie and I look at each other, and the sun's just setting, and it's getting lower 
and lower. And we know there's no twilight in Australia. So we were like, oh, we better go. So we jumped in the cart each and went to the first tee and just flew around the front nine in about 45, 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> first two or three holes, we, there was Jamie a couple just of... come that he doesn't remember any of it. So the first couple of holes, we didn't hit it that well. But we kind of got used to it and... It played okay. And then we came back, and they were sitting exactly where they were when we left them, and we just had another beer. And uh, it was a great man to talk to. Unbelievable. And you said he also lost an eye in that Yeah, he's got a glass eye. Yeah. So which eye did... Oh, now you're asking. He's lost his right eye. Lost his right eye. Right eye, right arm. And he plays with his left hand. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's got his left eye and his left arm, and he's lost his right eye and his right arm. Jack will correct me if I'm wrong, but... So he's playing left-handed yep. with no right eye. Right-handed? He's, no. he, he's playing right-handed. With, with his left arm, with his front, front, front hand. Okay, oh, and, okay. And he's got his left hand, his left eye. Oh, okay, so then, yeah, you can putt. I'm, I'm just trying to think, how can he putt, or, you know, how can he see if with half of the vision... He's a good putter. And he's a good putter, too? Yeah, yeah. Really? He's got a great touch, huh? <laughs> he's got a great touch. Wow. So, uh... Jack invited us to stay I, at his house after that on the way back down from uh, Queensland, which is the northern part of Australia. And uh, we stayed at his estate, um, which is not far from the Hunter Valley. And his house was just filled with memorabilia. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I feel Photos like I'm bringing the bar down for you guys. You know, you're playing with these amazing people. Yeah, it's been a real great. letdown. Yeah. And, and here you come to the United States and you get this guy with a podcast. It's like, oh, no. Nah, today was awesome. It was a beautiful day. Boy, did we get lucky with but the The weather. thing about what we're doing is we play, we play with people. We join up with people probably 70% of the time. And not many of them are characters like Jack Newton. Yeah. We play with all kinds of people from, uh, you know, guys who are self-employed, guys who are taking their one day off a week to, to play golf. You know, Saturdays and Sundays often golf courses are very busy places. Um, we've played in fields of women. We've played with juniors. We've played with just all kinds of people. You're just from traveling different... around, and, and most of the time it's wherever you get ma- uh, mit, uh, and mixed if, up. If there's just the two of somebody. us, then <laughs> we'll just join up with Another two two balls somewhere. Right. So we've met all kinds of different people, and I that's bet. probably the best part about the experience. And and I, when you were traveling around Australia, New Zealand, people aren't going, "Hey, you're from out of town." I mean, I guess your accent wouldn't be that. Well, actually, so- in Australia, they they do pick you up a lot. Yeah, oh. uh, we we were surprised. We got pulled up a lot, and particularly me because I've got my muddled half Scottish, half Kiwi accent, <laughs> and they would pick you up all the time on sucks and fish and chips, and that's how Kiwis talk according to the Aussies, eh? <laughs> so uh, we got. Picked up a lot. Um, obviously not in New Zealand. And so they go, what are you guys doing here? And how, how often does the story come up that's like, oh, we're playing 365 rounds in 365 days? <laughs> Do you bring it up? I mean, people are like, uh, yeah. yeah no, it, it comes up normally because somebody asks, you know, what sure. are you doing tomorrow? And we're playing golf. What did you do yesterday? Oh, we're playing golf. What? <laughs> you guys not have a job? Oh, no. So this is how the story goes. Often we, 
you know, tell a story and after a couple of holes, you can move past that and just get to know the people. So that's pretty good. All right. So now we're in May. You're, you've just arrived in the United States. You're in a different hemisphere. <laughs> Everything is going in the different directions. What's the itinerary? What happens next? How, how strict of a schedule do you have? Uh, not too strict. We've got a bit of an idea. Um, we've got 63 days in the States all up, so 61 more now. Um, we're in California for the next week or so, or just uh, slightly more. So we're heading a um, couple of more days in San Fran, and then we head down through sort of Stanford, Pasatiempo, down onto Monterey. We're playing a couple of games down there. I see your eyes light up. Yep. And you're playing at- We're playing Cyprus and oh. Spyglass. Um, you guys read The Match. Have you ever read the book called The Match? No. Read it. Yeah, on this trip, if you can, by okay. Mark Frost. What's it about? I'll it, find out. Yeah, it's a it's about a, a match that actually took place that nobody knows about. Um, and I, I, Ken Venturi and Ben Hogan yeah. and I mean the, these four guys. Um, it's a phenomenal story that you would never hear. But since you're driving up and down California okay. coast, and it's all about the Crosby clam bake, you know that ended up being the AT&T yeah. Pebble Beach. Um, phenomenal story, and it'll be a great, entertaining read for you while you're Fantastic. doing this golf Yeah, trip. we'll find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you're driving down California. You'll drive down the coast. Yeah, and then we're going to play um, Cyprus. Then we're going to drive cross-country um, through the southern states and then drive north uh, up the east coast. But our schedule, you know, we've got an idea of where we want to go, but a lot of people contact us and invite us to their golf courses or help us out with them, um, you know, taking us as a guest onto a course or whatnot. So oh, well, that's let's, the let's way make that sure that the audience is aware, you know, what your what your path is. And if they have an opportunity, if they would like to host you, um, if you need a place to crash or you need, you know, to sleep overnight or maybe, you know, a round of golf. Uh, and you don't care if you play courses like Cyprus or, or Harding, these high-end courses, you'll play municipal course on your route, right? Yeah, exactly. So oh, so that's a great opportunity. So if uh, you've heard this podcast and, and uh, you're intrigued by their story and want to meet these guys, they're great guys, uh, just go ahead and, and uh, email me and I'll get in touch with them and then I'll put you two together. Cool. Um, then, yeah, and that, your website, awesome. let's talk about your website for a minute, but then I want to continue um, uh, in your path yep. in the United States. Uh, your website is puregolf.com. 2010 2010 yeah. pugolf2010.com and every day we write about uh, what we've been doing so if you go on there now there's 129 130 write-ups of the golf courses we've played and it's a mixture between you know talking about the golf course but also talking about the people we've met um, sites we've seen where we're staying sometimes what we've eaten uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get to eat do you have plane food? trips etc so it's 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 like a diary in some ways but sure. there's also some pretty cool write-ups of a few stunning golf courses and some good photos and then we also do a few videos to put on there as well so you're going through the southern part of the united states meaning so you go to southern california yeah yeah and then across we go palm springs uh so phoenix california and then, then we Arizona, go to dallas and then down to texas yep through new mexico i think but we're going to go pretty much straight through yeah. there okay and then from dallas down louisiana new orleans into florida and then from Florida up to Georgia, and then through the Carolinas. Uh, and then from there were Virginia, Maryland, Washington. No, it's not Washington. Yeah, yeah Maryland, Washington, D.C. Maryland, D. Washington, D.C. And then we're into New Jersey, New York, and we fly to there uh, July 12th. So, so you're not going up farther through Boston? Uh, no, England. I don't think we'll have so time. So New York, and then you head where? Uh, to the U.K. 
Okay. So uh, that's 12 July is our flight, and 15th of July, as most of you will know, is the start of the Open Championship. So we're going to get there, basically. Because we're hoping to play in it. No, 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 no. We're uh, yeah, no. We're going to get to the open to go and be around the buzz. And um, I'm because I grew up in Scotland, pretty keen to get back and play a bit of golf there. And when was the last time you were there? Two thousand and one. Oh, okay. long time. So yeah, uh, your family. Yeah, bit yeah. of family there uh, around the UK and and particularly in Scotland. So it'll be fantastic just to be around that buzz and to sort of. So will you sacrifice a round of golf to go and watch the open? No, no, we'll do what we did uh, back in New Zealand. We'll just, we've just we got to play every day. So we, we'll play golf first thing in the morning, say at 5, 6 a.m., <laughs> and then uh, go out and have the rest of the day to watch golf and hang out and do whatever oh, we need to do. So that's how, how, how it goes. And Ryder Cup as well. The Ryder Cup's on beginning of October, so yep, we'll go down right, to Wales right, for right. that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and long days in the U.K. Long days in the U.K. So then after the – how much time in the U.K.? Uh, about four months. So that, that's, this oh. is kind of fluid at the moment, but we're looking at about four months. Maybe That's slightly a lot less. Of golf, yeah. yeah, between three and four, um, and then perhaps Northern Europe, bit of uh, Holland and uh, France. And that'll be what time of year? So you're still in summer. Yeah, it's getting or oh, fall, as you guys call the, it. The fall, okay, autumn, autumn, as we so call it. Autumn, 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 autumn. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have just a, a gluttony of links golf. Yeah, three three months. It's going to be magic. Uh, so hopefully it's going to blow and it's going to be raining, and, but it's going to be awesome. Oh, it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be so good. It's not going to be like this. Yeah, maybe not. No, it'll be a real awesome. And then, so you're going to make your way across we're Europe head as back. well. No, no. Well, then we're going to fly through Dubai because from when we get to, or from now, when we travel, we're traveling uh, uh, east. So mm-hmm. we're traveling against the clock. So when um, we're in the air, we're also losing time on the ground. So we need to manage that quite carefully. Um, so we're planning on flying from somewhere in the UK, probably through to Dubai. And we'll stop there for three or four days and play a bit of golf. And then we'll also stop in Southeast Asia. Um, we're not sure of the exact um, destination in Southeast Asia. but I've yeah, played in Thailand. Three. Yeah, we've heard Thailand's Thailand's fantastic. a great country. I love Thailand, and I love playing golf there. And Vietnam, uh, they've Vietnam, contacted yeah. us as well. They're, they've got quite a um, golf industry as well. And um, you've obviously got Mission Hills in China, right? And uh, we've got you know, there's a lot of a few people have contacted us. From you Singapore. don't know how long, and and the goal is all the way through December 31st. Yeah. So, and then your girlfriends yeah. sell your golf clubs <laughs> on January exactly. 1st and say, exactly. "That's it, you're done." <laughs> yeah, they pull them off. No, the the last month we'll be spending in New Zealand, and the focus will be on raising money for the charity through various golfing events. Okay. Um, so we're going to run quite a number of golf days then, um, and we're finishing with a bang on the 31st of December at Cape Kidnappers Golf Course, where the idea was spawned. Great. So you make it back there. Yep. And try to reorient yourself and like where. And then on am the first I? we wake up, and we don't play golf. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Exactly. What do you want to do today? I don't know. Let's I'm, play golf. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll play golf. I think in that first week it's going to be tough to get out of the cycle. Yeah, well, you know, and, and you know, hopefully, uh, willing, your health stays strong, you're still young, I mean, <laughs> and you eat well, and don't get caught up by bad food Calling in strange fat. places. And, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, no. It's going to be an amazing, amazing adventure, and um, it's so interesting, because the way I discovered what you were doing was, uh, every year, around the first of the year, I interview this guy who's the top 100 
golf courses around the world he's playing. He calls himself the top 100 blogger. Um, I don't know his name. I don't know what he does. Um, but he comes on the show every year because uh, I'm fascinated about his journey. And I got an email from him saying, I think it was in New Zealand. He wrote to me. Australia. It was from Australia. He wrote yeah. to me from Australia and said, I'm in Australia. I'm playing and I'm playing with these two guys. You've got to cover this story. You've got to check these guys out. Mm. And then um, so I wrote to you and you wrote right back and I said, are you coming to California? It's like, as a matter of fact. So it's like, awesome. We got to play together. I couldn't yeah. wait to do it. And I'm just so excited for you, and I want to follow the journey, but we will, uh, you know, please come onto our Facebook group on Golf Smarter and say hello occasionally on there, but we'll all keep an eye on the uh, uh, on puregolf2010.com. Thanks very much, mate. It's been great. Thanks for the day. It's been magic. Yeah, thank you so much, and, and good luck, good health, and safe travels. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers.